hello happy monday it is jillian and this is the geeky rose shots this is actually episode 15. i am kind of boggled that i was able to kind of do this for so long and that so many people have been listening and i really appreciate it um so let's just get started i don't really have it's kind of going to be all over the place kind of like all my old episodes because this one's not being pre-recorded and i'm also doing it currently in my car um so we'll see how it goes uh first off i just wanted to say so i was i decided to watch 13 going on 30 last week for two reasons one was um i my 31st birthday was actually on friday um so i kind of just wanted to relive some glory days or what some people assume 30 is going to be like and the other reason was because of the thank you next video which i'm going to go into don't worry um so yeah 13 going on 30 like basically like one of the things everyone remembers from it is 30 flirty and thriving and for me personally 30 was none of those things um i did not have a good 30th year and i mean i had some highlights and lowlights and it's just it was a really rotten roller coaster and i'm very glad to be off of it um everyone says that your life really begins in your 30s and i just kind of still feel very in suspended animation right now that i am kind of aimless for lack of a better word i i just to get a little more personal i lost my job over the summer and i've just been kind of not knowing what i'm doing for the past few months and it's been very frustrating and i mean i live at home with my family still and I've just never really been able to kind of grow on my own terms and it's been very frustrating seeing everyone else get married and have kids and buy houses and all this fun stuff and I'm just like cool I don't have money I literally can't do any of that and also I just haven't really been happy in New York so 13 going on 30 brings up all these like feelings and it's it still is such a wonderful movie though it's one of my favorite romantic comedies i think jennifer garner is amazing in it and mark ruffalo is super adorable and yeah so there's that um also i think right after i finished 13 going on 30 i then went to netflix to start watching a new show and i picked the chilling adventures of sabrina and i could not have picked i think more of a different type of show than what's happening at the current moment because it's now December and it's very much holiday Christmas time so most people are probably like watching all of the cheesy Netflix movies and then here I am watching a show that's super super into Halloween right now Um, I've only watched the first episode and I have majority of the second episode right now I grew up watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch I, to, to be honest, didn't really understand, like, didn't really know, like, most of the comic book stuff. It's kind of like me with Riverdale, where I basically know stuff, but not to the extent. And I did know about the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and how different and dark it was. And it sounded cool. Like, I mean, the original Sabrina is pretty cheesy. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've watched, I've rewatched some of it, and it's not the best. Um, so I'm kind of, I was really interested in this darker take, and I really am liking it. I've loved Kieran and Shipka since Mad Men, who hasn't, um, and just seeing her grow up has been kind of incredible. Um, I also am really obsessed with her hair and um, her headbands, and her all of her red coats are really spectacular too. 
Um, I love Harvey right now. I think he's so cute. Um, and just like the kind of merging the two worlds have been really interesting so far. I love the Anne's Hilda played by Lucy Davis is my fave. Um, and I really like Ambrose. So I'm really just interested to see how it goes. I'll probably do a better recap when I actually finish. And, um, yeah, <laughs> that's my current thoughts on Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, so on Friday, they, Ariana Grande they released her new video at, after much like little teases and like behind the scenes stuff of the video for Thank You Next. By the way, Thank You Next is a spectacular song and I'm obsessed with it. And even though it's super about relationships, I'm very using all of her current songs as like mottos for my life. So thank you next. No tears left to cry. They're just kind of going to be mantras for the rest of my life. Um, so the thank you next video, she basically said she was doing four different like rom-coms from the early 2000s. And so it was Legally Blonde, Bring It On, 13 Going On 30, and Mean Girls. And I was super pumped for all of them. And it is such a great video. It really is. Like she managed to capture the spirit of all four of those movies. And I do wish that there was a little more for 13 going on 30, but I got what she was going for. So I was like, this is fine. Um, the Mean Girl section was perfection. Liz Gilly, like, I just love how she brought like three of her victorious friends um, back because I love Victorious so much. And Liz Gilly is a perfect Katie Heron. Um, so yeah, I really, really, really like the thank you next video. I kind of want to just like imprint on my brain at all times. Um, <laughs> If there was one thing I would change about the Thank You Next video, it would probably be that there would be a lack of Kris Jenner because I don't think we need to be giving her more attention even though playing the Amy Poehler role in Mean Girls is pretty accurate for her life. Um, Alright, next up. Um, so on my birthday, I decided to go to the New York Historical Society because they had a Harry Potter exhibit because we know I love Harry Potter. I was totally on brand this month with three of this week, like the weekends was me doing Harry Potter-esque activities. Um, so I went to this exhibit. It was pretty cool. It was super academic. Like I wasn't, I wasn't entirely sure what to expect. So it was, it went into her, like, I guess the thought process behind most of the stuff she wound up coming, JK Rowling became like, came up with and stuff. And then like digging deep into finding like historical documents and stuff. So it was really cool. And like, there were some interactive sections, but it was kind of, wasn't what I was really expecting. I thought I was expecting a little more fun. I don't know. It was weird, but I liked it. I really did. It was really cool. Like seeing, and they, and what was unfortunate, I would have made this a blog post, but I wasn't, they didn't allow pictures. So, um, which was unfortunate. However, it was really cool because there was a lot of her original, like, notes and drawings and just, like, all this crazy stuff. Like, her manuscripts with, like, the notes from the editor. And so that was really cool to see and just all the different interpretations. So then there was, like, a second kind of section where they showed off the costumes from Cursed Child. So that was really, really, really cool. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, if you're a Harry Potter fan, check it out. I definitely, I mean, it was, like, 20-something bucks, too. It wasn't, like, super expensive. Otherwise, I probably would have been upset. But 
I, for what, for what I paid, it was definitely worth it. Um, I'm gonna go, as, so now this is why I, if I actually was a critic, a movie critic in real life, everyone would be like, what is wrong with that girl? I saw Robin Hood this weekend, and I loved it. Um, there were just so many things. I, so, I mean, I went into it before that I've seen a lot of Robin Hoods, and actually I always forget there's one Robin Hood that I've seen, but I literally always forget about it because I don't consider it a typical Robin Hood story, and it's Robin and Marion with Sean Connery playing an aging Robin Hood and Audrey Hepburn playing an older maid Marion. Um, but anyway, so back to this Robin Hood. So all the critics were like, oh, it's so stupid, like, they wasted the characters and all of that. And I was like, no, this was actually one of the better Robin Hoods I've seen. Like, I thought it was way more fun than the Russell Crowe, which I actually like. I thought it was way more fun. Like, nothing's going to top Men in Tights for me. <laughs> and I personally am not the biggest fan of the Disney one. Like, it's fine. It's passable. But, like, it's... Disney's, Disney in the 70s was not great. Like... <laughs> If you go through my Disney dare, like, the 70s is probably where I, like, really drop off in my comments and stuff because it's it's not good. So, this one I actually had a lot of fun. They really, while historically inaccurate in a lot of stuff. Oh, my God. I read, like, an article about all the stuff that was not accurate and it was funny. Um, but Taron Edgerton was a really great Robin Hood. Like, he and he and Marion's relationship in the beginning was so sweet. And I felt that her Marion was closer to the BBC show, which I love a lot. That's why I felt that this one was definitely more like the BBC show, which I watched in college. So, which is possibly why I enjoyed it a lot. Like, there were, they took liberties, but they didn't have as much of the Mary crew. I did like how they rewrote John. Um, yeah, so Maid Marian was pretty kick-ass. I do, I really need to, I, I don't think I've ever read the source, like, the real source material or anything like that, but it is always interesting what people do, what, what creators do with Will Scarlet, and what they did to him in this movie is wild, um, especially the end, um, so, which we're not getting a sequel, so it's kind of unfortunate that they kind of wasted that plot point. But whatever. Um, they spent a lot of time in at the Crusades, which was something we don't generally see in Robin Hood. So that was kind of interesting, although they were wearing, like, short sleeve shirts and, like, <laughs> stuff was not, again, accurate. But, yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. And that's all people want for movies, right? Like, why do we need to see, like, super gritty, real, like, takes? No, just give me fun. Give me stupid, stupid stunts. Like, I don't care. Ben Mendelsohn was perfect. Like, I, the the other thing that I kept thinking of was, so, <laughs> last year's King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, everyone called it Trash King Arthur. And then, like, this Robin Hood's basically being called Trash Robin Hood. I'm also going to say it right now. Robin Hood was better than King Arthur. Oh my god, because at least it, it stuck way more to the close, it stuck closer to the source material, and again, it was just fun, like, I, I did like, I, I'm not gonna lie, I did like Legend of the Sword, but, like, it was kind of disappointing for a Guy Ritchie movie, like, I feel like this Robin Hood was actually, like, somebody's, somebody pretending to be Guy Ritchie making a Robin Hood movie, and it worked, I'm not gonna, not gonna, like, take it away, like, it worked in my eyes, so, Robin Hood, 2018, good movie in my eyes. Heart eyes. I give it heart eyes, all right?
Next up, um, well, what I didn't bring up last week was that there was a new Bravo show called Dirty John with Connie Britton and Eric Bana. I did review my blog, so if you want to check that out, I liked it. I did not, I have not listened to the podcast that it's based off of, so I have no idea what's coming. And um, I haven't watched last, last night's episode yet, so we'll see what actually happens. Um, but last night, because we didn't watch Dirty John, my mom and I watched Night Flyers on Sci-Fi, which is George R. R. Martin's new show um, based on one of his book series that's not Game of Thrones. So it takes place in space, and first, the first episode was a lot of, like, intro. Like, this is what we're dealing with, this is what's happening, here are all the characters, and there's a lot of characters. Um, thankfully, it's like kind of seems like it's buoyed by Gretchen Maul, who is great. Loved her on Broadwalk Empire. Hated her character on Broadwalk Empire. Um, Yoan, I never know how to pronounce the name. I think it's Yoan Mackin. He was Mike Wayne in Merlin, but he was also on the night shift. Um, and then there's, hilariously, the guy who plays Manchester Black on Supergirl is on it. So I was like, we watched him two hours earlier. And, um, funny to me, the guy who played Protozoa in Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, is in it. So, I'm like, oh, man, Protozoa's in space again. Um, so, yeah, the beginning scene is super brutal. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. And then it kind of goes back in time to, like, I guess, figure out, like, what the hell happened. I'm not a huge fan of how sci-fi is rolling the series out. It's basically on every day this week except Friday. And then starting again next week, same deal. So it's kind of like they're making you binge watch, which, as you all know, not my favorite thing in the world. Um, But whatever, we'll see how it goes. Um, I think I'm going to watch it tonight. So we'll, again, just see how it goes. I really like, I don't know. It's definitely interesting and I'm really hoping that we actually get more forward motion because last night was a lot of intro. And so let's talk about some movies. I don't even know. This weekend is still not a big um, wide release. Although I did forget a movie last week, The Possession of Hannah Grace, because I'm not really into horror movies, so I always forget that they exist. Um, this week, I definitely know, this week is again more like Oscar movies. Um, so I know Mary Queen of Scots is opening with Margot Robbie as Queen Elizabeth and Margot, um, Saoirse Ronan as Mary, Queen Mary. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that because I, I, I think it looked, I actually hadn't seen a trailer, I think, until Can You Forgive Me, Ever Forgive Me? And I was like, oh my God, this is so up my alley. Um, just because those actresses are so good. Um, is probably going to get another Oscar nomination, and she's going to be, like, the new Amy Adams. When is Shersha going to get an Oscar? Um, did I just curse her? Oh, no. Um, but yeah, like, I love royal intrigue and nonsense, so it should be fun. Um, and then I definitely, I, I'm seriously blanking on the other movies coming out this weekend, but I definitely know that Ben is back is coming out. That's the Lucas Hedges playing in ex-drug addict who comes back home and his mom is Julia Roberts and she's just trying to protect him from drug dealers and it looks devastating (laughs) and Lucas Hedges is basically just gonna be crying the entire time like he does in every movie so far so if you're into that have fun um maybe if I see something else uh, I'll kind of make a correction and add it when I record next week's episode, but those were the only two I 
I'm pretty sure coming out this week. Oh, Vox Lux is coming out. Natalie Portman's new movie where she plays a pop star. I'm kind of into that. Um, so yeah, I think that might be it. I, this was kind of fun. I thought I would be talking about Robin Hood a little bit more than I actually did. Um, so I'm going to say goodbye. Um, I am on, at the Geeky Rose on Instagram and I actually changed my Twitter handle. So it's at the underscore geeky underscore Rose. Annoying, but at least I'm now across the board at the Geeky Rose. And my blog is thegeekyrose.wordpress.com. Um, so in addition to my Dirty John review, I have um, my Disney Dare post for Ralph Breaks the Internet. And another edition of Journey to Episode 9 with my thoughts on four more episodes of Clone Wars Season 1. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, subscribe on iTunes, rate and review, do whatever you want. And, um, let me know if you're listening. Let me know if you have thoughts, if you liked Robin Hood 2018 or anything else. If you're loving the thank you next video as much as I am, just, just contact me. Leave me messages. I like messages. They're nice. And, uh, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Bye.